All right, everybody. Somebody go ahead and start the music. to the Prof. JC Leadership Podcast, a podcast about life, leadership, and human flourishing. My guiding philosophy is simple. What you can be, you must be. Abraham Maslow. The purpose of this podcast is to help you live an all-in life, be an all-in leader, and lead all-in teams and organizations. I'm your host, JC Hurtado Prater, yours truly. And I'm so grateful you joined me for a few moments on the podcast today. The professor is in. Happy Friday, everybody. Happy, happy Friday. Let's talk today about leading from the middle. Uh, most of us, uh, if, if we're not CEOs, if we're not uh, entrepreneurs with our own companies, then more than likely we're leading from the middle. Okay, And there's a special place to be. And uh, there's a special way that we need to be. Um, so it's a special place to be, and there's uh, special ways we need to be if we're going to be able to lead from the middle. So let's talk about this. This has come up in two different conversations. One was a call that I was on the other day with a a, uh, a, a music artist agency, and uh, the question came up: How do you lead if you're not in the position of leadership? You're not in charge. And then we're actually with my graduate class that I was teaching tonight. This kind of came up in conversation. How do we lead well from the middle? And so let's uh, let's let's dive in here and uh, let's dive in here and talk a little bit about this. How do we lead well from the middle? Well, number one, we got to do this. If, if you're in a middle management position, which can be frustrating, let's admit that right away. It can be frustrating. It's not always easy to be in that position. You got to understand this. You need to understand your uh, your leader and you need to learn how to speak their language. Okay. Let me just say something real quick here too. If you think that this podcast episode is going to be one where we rag on your leader and we talk bad about your leader and we say that they're horrible and you know, uh, you know, that is, it's just not going to work. It's, it's not what we're trying to do here. Um, because here's what I understand is that, um, leaders have been in the position where you are and so it, it, it would be really easy it, it, it would be really easy uh for um you know uh for us to just kind of judge them and it's easy for us to forget that they actually sat in our shoes at some point so we need to understand that. um so i'm not going to sit here and talk about hey you know you know your leader's not great and you need to you know buck the system and rise if you know rise up against the system revolt the revolution revolution right right if you want to do that then go find somewhere else to work or go start your own business right if you're going to work within an organization and this is what it took me too long to understand this if you're going to work within an organization with an established culture established rules established processes you're not going to change it you're definitely not going to change it in short amount of time and if you're a middle manager you got to understand you got to have respect for the institution. If you don't have respect for the institution, move on before you get spit on. OK, uh, I don't know why I just said that, but 
don't be there. So anyway, number one is this, understand your leader and learn how to speak their language. Figure out, uh, do they want the details? Do they want the facts, right? I tend to be kind of a big vision and people can excite me with the vision and show me what it's going to look like at the end. And I get excited by that. Uh, but, uh, you know, a guy that I recently worked for here, uh, I'd come in with my big vision and facts or not fact. I wouldn't have any facts. I'd show pictures and look what we're going to do. And this is, a, and he just, it, it never moved him. What moved him was understanding the details. How much is this going to cost? If we do this, what's the, uh, what's the byproduct or what's the, what, what's the result going to be? How's this going to benefit the organization? Numbers, data, tell me people, how many people are going to be? Here? How much is it going to cost? How many, you know, how much are these people paying for this? Whatever it is, right? It was numbers and data. So that was really important. So you got to understand how to speak your leader's language. If, if you're speaking in vision and they're speaking in data, you're, you're speaking, you might as well speak a whole different language to them, right? Because they can't understand what you're saying. And they're going to get more annoyed with you. Just like if someone comes to me and they're, they, they're talking about all the details about it. Or, hey, I got this idea and here are all the details. I'm getting frustrated listening to them talk about the details. Tell me the vision. Show me a picture about what you want. Tell me how this is going to you know, change the world. That's what I want to hear. I don't care about the details. We'll figure that out later, right? But that's me. Other people are different. So you got to learn how to, to understand your leader and learn how to speak their language. Number two, be a dependable resource. So that means be dependable. That means show up all the time. Be consistent. There's nothing that leaders like less, the executive leaders like less than someone who has a lack of consistency. If they can't trust you, uh, then they, you know, if they can't trust that you're going to show up, they're not going to, they're, they're, they're not, that they're not going to listen to your ideas. You've got to be able to be dependable first. But this also means be a resource for them. Be someone that they can come to and say, hey, I've got this situation and you're the person I think that can solve this. You can get in there and get this done. And they can depend on you to get the work done. Okay. If you, if, if you can achieve that with one of your leaders, if you can achieve that with your executive leaders, I promise you, you're going to earn great trust and they're going to listen to what you have to say. Build a relationship with your boss. Okay. Ask them to go out to lunch. Now, they're going to be busy. They're not going to have time to like baby you, but ask them if you can go out to lunch. Ask if you can spend a little time with them. Ask them questions. And when you get there, don't just talk about yourself. Listen, listen, listen. Now, maybe they're going to ask you about yourself, and that's great, okay? That's a wonderful thing. Maybe you can spend a lunch doing some coaching, right? But I would say this. Listen, listen, listen. Ask questions and then listen. Even if you have an issue within the work, hey, I've got this issue, and I, I'm, I just kind of want to get your you know, your opinion on the bosses want to be heard. They're people, right? They've worked hard. These young, these young whippersnappers coming in and got, they got all these ideas. Bosses want to know that you respect where they've come from. You respect their journey. Number four, respond, respond, respond. If your boss sends you a text, you get back to him right away. Now you should do this with everybody, but I'm not one to preach here. Anybody who knows me knows that I'm not, I'm not the best at this. I tend to calendar my week towards vision and what I want to get accomplished and sending out emails that have nothing to do with that vision. Uh, I'm not great at that sometimes. So that's something I'm trying to work on myself. But I will tell you this, when the boss emails me or texts me, um, I'm going to respond real quickly. Okay. Cause that, that's real important. Uh, so when your boss sends you a message, an email, you got to respond right away. When they send you a text, respond right away. Boss, how, how may I serve you? What is it you need from me? Make sure that you respond to them right away. Number five, build a relationship with your colleagues. I cannot stress this enough. In, in teams that I've led, the, the, the leaders that I can't, you know, the team members that I can't stand, this is me talking personally here. 
the team members I can't stand, and I think most leaders and executives think in this way as well, is the one that comes in and they're sucking up to me, but they're kicking down to everybody else. They're treating everybody on the team horrible. They're not respecting anybody else on the team, but they're sucking up to me. This is the kind of teacher, you know, this is the kind of leader that I don't want anything to do with. I don't want anything to do with them. Uh, as a person on my team, I want you to treat me well for sure, but I also want you to treat the rest of the team, you know, team team members well. If I see that you've got a good relationship with them, if I see that you care about them, they care about you, you're building good relationships with them uh, for the good of the organization. I promise you, that's the person I'm going to want to empower and lift up and put in positions of leadership. Okay, uh, you've got to be good with your colleagues. Don't don't come, especially as a leader of the team. Don't come talking to me about all the gossip and everything wrong with the team members. That just makes me look bad. I'm the one who chose them. Right. So when you're talking to your leaders about all the other people, you're treating them bad. You, it's like they're kids, man. Like, you know, the fastest way you've probably heard this before. The fastest way to get to a parent's heart is to make sure that their their kids love what you do, love your product, whatever it is. Well, then that's the same way with the team, right? If you're treating all the other team members horrible, but you're treating the leader great, uh, they don't want anything to do with that, okay? Build relationship with, with your colleagues, okay? That's another way to lead from the middle. And then six and final, be patient. Be patient. That's hard for leaders. That's hard for executives. But understand that your day is going to come. And if you really care about the organization, you care about the mission, Stay in it, 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 but be patient. Be patient. That's all I got for you today. Understand your leader, learn to speak their language, build a be a dependable resource, build a relationship with your boss, respond, respond, respond. Every time they message you, respond to them. Build relationship with your colleagues. Do not treat your colleagues poorly. If you're doing that, I promise you, your boss is not thinking you're better than the rest of them. Uh, they're probably looking at you and trying to figure out how do I get rid of you and bring someone else new onto the team. And then sixth, finally, be patient. Your time will come. Your time will come. Do the right thing. Do the right thing and be patient. I'll see you next week. Have a wonderful weekend, everybody. I'll see you in the next week, next week's episode of Jace, Jace. I keep doing this. JC Talks. That's the old name. The Prof JC Leadership Podcast. Have a great weekend, everybody. Take care. listening. If you enjoyed today's episode, we offer episodes just like this three times every week on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Subscribe to my podcast, The Prop JC Leadership Podcast, available on Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeart.com, anywhere you get your podcast, and be the first to get your episodes three times every week. I'll see you soon.